Hello, my friends. Today we are in Psalm 95, and I'm going to share it with you by way of uh, the ESV and the Venite as part of the Order of Matins. Um, Venite is Latin for O Come. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands form the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Yeah, so that portion of the psalm, uh, verses 1 through 7b, is part of the order of Matins. But then the psalm continues with 7c through 11. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Massa in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For 40 years, I loathed that generation and said, they are a people who go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. Therefore, I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest." End of Psalm 95. <laughs> um, not surprising, perhaps, uh, that the liturgy cut out that last part. Um, but fascinating. Let's take a look at the overall flow. Um, different commentators say that this psalm introduces us to the way of worship. And the first part, the, fir- the part that is included in Matins, uh, is the part where uh, we speak, us to God, uh, first shouting praise, then bowing down. First, this sort of boisterous, unashamed enthusiasm and rejoicing, and then this bowing down, prostrate reverence. Both uh, critical factors. But then the third movement uh, starts with um, speaking about God, just a little transitional phrase, and then speaking as God to the people with this clear sense of like, y'all listen up now. Here is the 
response uh, to lean in and to believe. So uh, the writer of the Hebrews picks up on uh, this text and quotes and quotes this extensively. Uh, so Hebrews 3 verse 7 and following. So as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness where your ancestors tested and tried me. Though for 40 years they saw what I did, that's why I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with those whom he was angry for 40 years, was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness, and to whom God did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as they did, but the message they heard was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we who have believed entered that rest, just as God has said. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And yet his works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words. On the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And again, in the passage above, he says, they shall never enter my rest. Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again set a certain day, calling it today. This he did when a long time ago later he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, Sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So Psalm 95 uh, has possible usage in the Feast of Tabernacles, um, and it 
ends on a particular note, sacrificing, as Derek Kidner says, literary grace, sacrificing that to moral urgency. It's a call to action. It's a warning against unbelief. It shows us the way of worship by connecting both boisterous rejoicing and reverence to our response, uh, that we uh, listen to God. Uh, Eugene Peterson says, the opposite of worship is wandering. And Meribah itself is best translated or understood as strife or contention or dispute. And Masa can be understood as temptation or testing. And these are still very real and present uh, temptations to unbelief or resistance to God's ways. So don't succumb to contention or testing, but rather lean in to the rest that God gives by way of worship. Enjoy great rejoicing and willingly uh, bow down in great reverence and awe and adoration. And listen up, God's got important things to say. Things that give life and even life eternal. The rest, greater than all rest. Peace, my friends, be well.